Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. It's me, your host, Helga Pataki. I'm glad you're here. This week we've got Devin Mullins on the podcast. He is a cannabis industry consultant. He spent a few years as a uh, worker in the cannabis industry, as a bud tender, uh, working in various situations, working in the recreational world, working in the medicinal world. Now he's over in Missouri, uh, managing and opening up new stores in the medicinal cannabis industry. He's knowledgeable. We're really trying to bring a, uh, a beginner's mindset to this episode and try to just kind of describe where we're at in the cannabis world um, and kind of what the experience is like for a newcomer. So if you are new to marijuana, new to weed, new to cannabis, new to pot, um, or you just don't know too much about what's going on in the world of it, we kind of covered that sort of area now and some basics. So Hope you enjoyed the episode. We did have a couple uh, cutouts. We had a couple times where we lost connection, so I did my best to try to stitch the episode back in. Um, it's not the uh, not the typical audio quality you are used to. Uh, it's certainly not insufferable by any means. Um, be totally fine. You probably wouldn't notice it much if I didn't know if I didn't mention it. But nonetheless, it's worth it to me to uh, say something about it. So, hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, uh, consider subscribing, liking, commenting, wherever you do listen to it at, if you could just hit that one button, that little five star, that comment, that follow, anything just real quick. I don't want to take too much of your time, but it is greatly appreciated. Um, any interaction you have with the episodes, it helps uh, the algorithms kind of give them out to more people and lets more people hear the podcast. If you are just listening to the episode, uh, know that the last, uh, the, the episodes are actually available on YouTube for visual as well. Um, so if you want to watch the episodes, if you want to watch us Yammer on, feel free. It's on YouTube, Jacob from the internet, or just search the Junkyard Love podcast, they'll pop up. Uh, I also post clips and trailers on my Instagram, Jacob from the internet. So check those out. Um, yeah. Hope you enjoy the episode. We'll see you next time. Peace. What, what is it? So is it a lot of people with, with like headaches, back problems? Oh, yeah. Yes, um, like man. It's everything. It's from, you know, you'd believe from neuropathic diseases to, you know, uh, fibromyalgia to headaches and migraines to, um, uh, I mean, anxiety, depression. It's in an endless list of things that it, it benefits people in. Reality is... I work with it all day, man. Uh, we get a lot of these uh, patient caregivers that don't smoke, but they know everything about this weed. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Some of them are afraid to come in the store, but you know, it's medical out here. So it's all weird. You're on a list. And yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I mean, dude, it's, it, it the stigma is obviously unfolding and, and melting away in certain places, but it's going to take a while for us to like challenge those, those unconscious yep. beliefs of what we think about the whole thing as a society. It's, it's crazy out here, you know, it's, it's different. The, the, it's a bunch of farmers, like old school farmer dudes out here. And now they're like, yo, this pharmaceutical is too expensive and I'm not paying those ways. So they come back to weed and they're like, they try it out and they love it. It's awesome, dude. Hell yeah, dude. I mean, smoking weed out on a farm, just chilling out by yourself, mowing the lawn. <laughs> that's a bad, that's a good day right there, man. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, bro. I'm, I'm ready. If you, do you have any questions for me or anything that you want from me? Nope. Um, just let me know if, let me know if I do too much. If I, uh, I'm, I'm going to try and filter myself out. I mean, I'm, I don't think I'll cuss too much. I'm pretty good about no. it. Are you <laughs> good, bro? This I'm is at a, the conversation. 
Yeah, it's it's not the Disney Channel. You're good, buddy. You you feel free to just be yourself. <laughs> don't don't even worry. Don't don't worry about tiptoeing around. You know, it's it's not like okay. I've got like this playing at schools or anything. You, you're good, man. Just be yourself. Cool. Welcome, folks, to the Junkyard Love Podcast. Today, I'm here with my friend Devin. What's up, man? How you doing, brother? I'm swell, man. I'm swell. I'm super pumped. Uh, I'm pumped to have you on. We've talked about this a couple times before, and I feel like every day you just get more knowledge into your brain about this whole field. So it's it's great to finally get you on here and just pick your brain about this whole thing. Yeah, man. I mean, it's a, it, it, I, every day still to this day, it's like a new day of new knowledge that comes in, whether it be from patients or, uh, you know, other growers or, you know, just, just other users. And it's, it's pretty awesome, man. It's, it's growing more and more. Um, it, it's so cool that it's becoming more legal because that, that means more research and more studies for us to know this and get our knowledge. Yeah, exactly. I mean, even the anecdotal stuff that you get just walking it, like people walking in the door, explaining maybe like their desires or their, you know, psychosomatic symptoms or their ailments, like whatever, whatever they got going on, you get to like learn, oh, yeah, I, I had this guy two weeks ago that came in and he also had uh, headaches and this strain helped him, you know, whatever it is, you're kind of connecting the dots of of the marijuana behind it, the growers, how they grow it, what, what it is about that certain strain that, um, and then eventually, you know, yep. we'll be able to really connect these to like our psychology as humans, like what strain affects this way and why. And it's yes. going to be really cool, yes. dude. <laughs> so much stuff, man. I mean, literally you, you just put it all like that is exactly it. And that's why this is a, it's an industry. I don't know if I'll ever leave now, you know, I'm so in love with it um, and passionate about it and, and truly enjoy it. It's hard not to like, it's hard not to have a good day. <laughs> I love that. If that I love makes that. sense. Yeah. I mean, and that's contagious too, honestly. Like when you walk into a store and, and the people working there uh, are just like, they're happy. You could tell they're, they're enjoying their job. They're just kind of, you know, BSing with people who are like-minded about things that they enjoy. They love learning about the product. Like you can feel it. It's a comforting space to walk into a lot of these yes. stores. So. It's, it's very rewarding. Um, and, and like, you know, back to you said, I feel like it's a patient zero. You know, I'm right there with the people that are telling me these things that this is helping with, you know, and uh, this is, this is as close as it gets to uh, science without science. You know, I, I'm not doing anything, you know, no chemical, anything, or, you know, no, nothing like crazy scientific about it. I'm just telling these people that these terpenes and these different compounds and these flowers will help you with certain things from experience of other patients, you know? Right. Yeah, I mean, it dips, um, and, in, dips into psychology more than more than just like science in a lab, rather. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So okay. Well, so dude, give me the give me the lowdown. You can give me the long form too. I, like we're we're here. We got some time. What is your like background in this area? When did you start? Uh, what what have you done? Like what led you to where you're at? Yeah. Um. A quick little uh, thing. Um. I, I, I mean, weed has been a part of my life since I can remember. Uh, the first day I really, truly like remembering, uh, it started in when I was 12 years old. I was down in Berkeley, California with my grandmother and uh, we're driving down some, you know, basic street in California. And there's this big building blacked out, black walls, black mirror or black uh, bags looking things in the uh, windows. And she said, that's where I get my medicine. And uh, from that day on, I was like, what's that grandma? That's not the typical pharmacy you see, you know, <laughs> I, that's not the medicine I usually see you get it from. Um, and then it was always been a question and a curiosity, but nothing that ever was like, I needed to know. 
Um, I actually didn't smoke weed until I was like 17 years old. Oh, really? Um, and uh, I don't know if you ever heard of the comedian Jim Brewer. I have, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, I like to think I was a lot like him, man. Um, I gave off, I had this face, you know, this, this common face. And my eyes were always kind of low. I was a lazy, sleepy dude. So it looked like I was baked all the time in high school. And I wasn't even smoking weed. I was just a fucking, you know, chill back, laid back dude that just, uh, I guess was, I slept a lot. I don't know. Um, but uh, <clears throat> back to that, I, uh, I started smoking in high school after, you know, uh, what people say is a common breakup, your big breakup. I was like, I'm going to smoke weed, you know, um, not even realizing the, uh, the amount it would, or the impact it would have on my life from then on um, in a good way, in a very good way, you know, um, <clears throat> I actually, uh, I smoked weed, you know, had a good time. Um, before I knew it, um, I, I was taking migraine medicine in middle school and up to high school. And I, uh, in high school, typical, you know, smoker is what you would say, um, just to get fun and have a good time. I didn't realize that I'd stopped taking my migraine medicine. Just subliminally one day stopped. I was smoking weed, wasn't getting headaches. Um, and this was, you know, at 17, 18. Um, and I stopped taking that medicine, um, kept on smoking weed. You know, I went to college, got kicked out of college for smoking weed. Um, it was a technical school. They test, I failed, whatever. Um, I ended up moving uh, to Colorado to get away from weed and I found the best weed in my life. Um, came back from there and, uh, was actually becoming, I was a laborer, did landscaping and then I became a cook. And then my server one day was like, hey, um, I'm going to go work in the weed industry. I'm going to be a bud tender. And I was like, what? That's crazy. I'm coming with you. Little did I know I'd actually be with her three weeks later. Um, and we both started working. And that was the start of my career in the cannabis industry. <clears throat> that was the start of me learning about cannabis more than just how high I get or how high it gets you or the different ways of smoking. Um, <clears throat> that's when uh, I was like 2000. Uh, 2014, 2014. So, and cannabis is just becoming legal in Washington and it's becoming legal in California, Colorado shortly. And uh, it, it was like, uh, man, I could, I could do something with this. You know, I could go somewhere with this and make something out of it. And uh, I, I worked my way up the ladder with a cannabis company. Um, I went from packaging edibles to controlling the inventory uh, to inside sales and then ending up becoming a uh, sales and ops or a, uh, a sales representative for the company. And uh, through all these years, <clears throat> I, be, I gained this knowledge of what cannabis does for you um, beyond, you know, the typical psychoactive high. There's THC and then there's CBD, you know, and then there's all these other things. But um, so I've been in this cannabis industry eight years now. Um, it's been amazing and good and still learning every day, all this new stuff. Um, but that's, that's kind of the background of cannabis and where I came from and why I'm still in it. Yeah. So what's your, so you're, you're out in Missouri and you're doing, um, you're managing medicinal. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I guess, you know, um, that's, that's the, I guess I, I need to go a little bit detailed too. I started in Washington in the Washington cannabis industry. Um, I worked as a, at a uh, producer processor and then I worked as a butt tender as well. And, um, you know, I was looking for a change of pace and something else. And I had, uh, 
I'd reached out to somebody out in Missouri that was of cannabis out here and they're like, Hey man, come out, um, check us out, give us a resume and see if this is something you'd like. And, um, we're, we're more about just, uh, we're more than just selling cannabis. We're trying to be more on the education and the patient's first side. Um, we want to offer knowledge and education to these, these patients and help them with these certain illnesses and ailments and, they thought that I would do great with helping them with that. Uh, my experience and knowledge in cannabis and uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it, uh, I've been out here since January and I started in uh, March and it's been good, man. It's been really good. Um, the, the rewards of helping people with these certain things uh, is beyond anything you can imagine. So do you get, do you get people who don't really, you get people who don't really know, uh, like, you know, like some old lady or something that walks in there and is like, I have no idea about weed, but my grandkids told me to try it or whatever. Like, do, like, what do you get? Like people who are really knowledgeable out there or is it just, I have no idea about it's this, but I heard it will help or everybody, everybody, you want to believe it. You know, uh, me coming out to the Midwest, uh, when I first met out here, I had these dealers selling me these, this weed, this is the most expensive weed I bought in my life. Um, uh, you know, and, uh, I, uh, I get this, I get the same people that were buying weed. And then I get these people that are like, I didn't know they still sold weed on the streets. And I get these people being like, I didn't even know you guys were illegal yet. Um, yeah, you get all aspects, especially, um, you know, it's funny that you brought up the, uh, the, the patient that has a grandkid that's like, Hey, uh, grandpa, you should try this. Hey, grandma, you should try this. And they try one gummy and it said that was the best day of their life. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> you know? They never felt so much pain relief. Uh, they never uh, felt like they felt like a kid again is a, a lot of things you get. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it's blissful. You know, the, the, the reward, the smile you see in their face are like, man, I'm so glad this is happening. And Missouri just became legal, like medically, I think October, 2020. So these people are like, this is a newfound medicine. You know, it, it's exactly, as it is, it's medicine, you know. Um. What, what's the, uh, so what is the difference between, so we have states that are recreationally legal, where you can just go, like, as long as you're over the age of 21, you can go and purchase it. And then we have states um, in, in certain areas that are medicinal only. Could you kind of explain the divide, the difference here? Yeah, yeah. So um, recreational is typically, you know, it mainly it's it's just the the state's way of, legalizing marijuana um recreational is for the every per anybody that's 21 and up they can use it um there's no unfortunately it's it's up to either the store um the people working in the industry and the patient on finding knowledge most of the time um because you know recreational states are typically aimed towards sales like you know liquor and stuff and etc so you you will find companies that go beyond that point to help you guide your way through this process and especially in recreational um but most of the time it's just uh it's also just you know i'd rather have i'd rather have a joint than a beer at the end of the night if that makes sense and that's really nice for people uh, alcohol is great it's a good time sure but it it leads to a lot of problems you know and i feel like marijuana can it can be done in so many ways and so non-lethal and so fun, you know. The, the difference between drinking a beer before bed and smoking a joint before bed is just real, real variant. Yes. So when it comes to recreational states, it's it's easier access, um, easier for everybody. It's usually cheaper, which is awesome. 
Um, and it's just like, a, it, I just think I, I love recreational. I love the fact that it's so easy and accessible to everybody and there's no limit, you know, um, it's it, the, the positive impact on, you know, criminal activity and such too, um, even people getting away from other drugs. Um, but uh, the recreational usually comes way after the medical side. And so when you see a state go medical, you can, you can pretty much predict two to three years from there, it's going to go wreck. Um, and that's kind of what's happened the last, you know, well, besides California, Washington, they're medical forever before we got this, you know, recreational side. Um, so when it comes to medical, um, it's a lot harder to access. You have to find a doctor, you have to get a referral, uh, and then you have to be approved by whatever state uh, agency is, you know, controlling that medical marijuana. Um, and here in Missouri, in one example, they, they don't do anything easy for the medical marijuana um, patient. It's all online. Um, they don't send you anything by mail. It's all email. And I get 95, 96, you know, 80 and above is a common patient. 80 years old and above is a common patient in the medical industry. Um, because, you know, they're the ones that really need it. As much as everybody needs it that qualifies for it and every, any person in the world can use it and benefit from it. But uh, um, <clears throat> the medical side is definitely a lot harder. Um, it's a lot more regulated and uh, it's, it's difficult, but it's also, it's a nice, it's nice for the people that need it. And uh, it's kind of like a, a path, you know, it's a path to start. So what, what is their process? Like they go in, what, what, what are the <laughs> typical, the typical ailments that you find people, I, I mean, I don't know how like, sharing or forward people are about what why they're coming in to, to get it from you they don't they don't exactly have to tell you you know they just have the card and they can buy it but just from what yeah. you hear through friendly conversation what what is it so is it a lot of people with with like headaches back problems oh yeah yes um like, is man, it, it's everything it's from you know you'd believe from neuropathic diseases to you know uh fibromyalgia to headaches and migraines to um uh, I mean, anxiety, depression, it's in an endless list of things that it, it benefits people in. Um, um, personally, um, it helps you with anxiety. Um, you know, there's, there's cool things about this, this weed and marijuana and cannabis that really, um, that I wish more people would knew. And I, I, I hope becomes more knowledgeable amongst like, the, the major media, I guess you could say. And you're seeing it too. Um, you are seeing it too. And this is my scatterbrain. Sorry, Jake, and sorry, the listeners, when my scatterbrain goes back and forth. Um, yes, but uh, no. Um, uh, when it comes to those patients and those certain illnesses, you know, I had, uh, we're not supposed to talk, you know, beyond HIPAA law, so I have to refer to them as patients, obviously. Um, I, I, I get chronic migraines and I haven't since I've smoked marijuana. Um, when I don't smoke, say I have to go a week without it because I'm going to a state or somewhere where it's not allowed. I try to say that I don't do it, but I always find a way to bring it with me. It's my medicine. But uh, I've gone, you know, a weeks or so without doing it. You know, sometimes you can't smoke because of, you know, you just need to chill back and relax and ease your mind, um, whatever, you know. But uh, it's... <laughs> It's it's a good it's a good thing um, in other other ways of like uh, decreasing appetite, um, getting your energy going, getting you up and going for the day. You know, it doesn't always have to be a sedating or a 
relaxing, a lethargic, get high, relax and mellow out and eat food. It can be the complete opposite. And that's the knowledge I want people to know, you know? Yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. Cause that's, and I definitely wanted to dip our toes into this water pretty, pretty heavily because so, you know, my, my experience with marijuana when I was living back in Washington, I was smoking a lot, smoking fairly often. And it wasn't at all a, you know, cause we have this typical stigma. I like, I think we're a few years past the stigma, but maybe it's around for some people of this, oh, you're just gonna get high and watch a movie and you're gonna eat chips on your couch and just gonna, whatever. And like, yeah. cool, like if that's what you do, like, hell yeah, man, do it. But, uh, Power to you. But but like, yeah. yeah, so me, it would, it would help with anxiety. It would help me get present. Um, it helped me, like yes. I would, I would smoke and I would do yoga. I would smoke and I would go run 10 miles. Like I, like when it comes to fitness, athleticism, um, smoking a little bit of weed before is so great. It gets you both in your mind and, and out of your mind, you know, like, or if yes. you're, um, if you're going to like read, read a book or something on audible, if you're going to go for a walk, uh, there's, yes. there's all these different applications. You could be like, Oh, uh, here's these things that I normally love to do, or here's these things I normally love to do with other people. Let me try the, to do them solo and let's add a little smoking to it. I, I'm a person mm -hmm. who likes um, uh, solo smoking more than, I, I've, I of course enjoy, you know, a good social setting um, in, the, in the right set and setting, the right environment, the right people around me um, where, I, I, you know, I, I feel like just, just comfortable, don't have to put yeah. on any mask or anything like that. Just smoking in those, those environments, but mainly, solo and I had a lot of good benefits from it. it helped me a lot with my depression helped me a lot with my anxiety um yep. and being able to I feel like in Washington in, in states that are legal it's you're so spoiled because there's just so many different strains and there's just so many different applications for those strains and you walk into the store and you're like hey man I want to uh I'm gonna go skydiving later do you have a strain for that he's like I got you and you're like yes. after that I'm gonna yes. go eat a pizza and sit in my backyard and he's like oh yes. I got a strain for you <laughs> like you tell that's me that's spot on yeah, right, right. Okay, so, so, so explain that, like it, that whole side of being able to recommend to people, like based off of, they come in, they, they have a certain desire, they have a certain emotion, you're actually able to kind of fill it. Like, oh yeah, I actually do have a strain yes. that's perfect for what you're going to do. So when it comes to this, this is what I should have started off in the beginning, and that's my scatterbrain. Um, I blame it on slash my uh, ADHD and some of the cannabis I may have smoked this morning. Um, <laughs> But um, when it comes to cannabis, every person in the world, every human being has an endocannabinoid system. It's a system in your body that is meant to recept these cannabinoids. So every person in this world has a system. Believe it or not, every person that says, ah, I could never smoke weed, it's so bad for you. Well, your body's meant to have it. In yeah, evolution sort of made us fashion. like a whole puzzle piece. Like here, if you just put this right here, yes. it's perfectly. Yes. And the crazy thing about that is they don't teach about it in college. You'll go to college for 10 years, spend a hundred grand or 200 grand as a pharmacist to be like, you know, pharmacy. I don't know what you call them. I'm, I'm horrible at this stuff, but to run a pharmacy and be the head pharmacist guy in order to do that, you have to go to college for a certain amount of years and do this. They don't teach you anything about the endocannabinoid system. That blows my mind. That blows my mind. How do you, how do you spend all that money and not learn that something that's almost the biggest part of the, one of the biggest systems in your body. That's crazy. I mean, it, it, good example of how our law system, uh, kind of, uh, pushes yes. against the truth of science and it kind Ooh. of like muddies the waters of science and it's kind of messed yes. up actually, but yeah, go on. Uh, so in, in that aspect too, the government, when they did their research, they would grow this weed, they would grow this shit brown weed excuse my language, this sh crappy weed. Yes, nickel fritz. And they would, they would grind it up with the dirt that they grew it in. And then they would test that. 
And that's how they would do their research on cannabis. And that was back in the day, but could you believe that? And that's the research that we've had through the government. Now you, you can correct me and there will be podcasters and listeners. I'm sure they'll be like, well, go ahead and do your research. You'll find out. But, uh, I'm horrible with, yeah, I'm a horrible with explaining these certain things. I'm good at some things, but when it comes down to it, the government did a horrible job of doing research on cannabis. They turned it into a schedule one drug and made it impossible for people to really benefit it from it up until recently, which is great. Um, so back to that part, the endocannabinoid system, everybody has it. Everybody has these cannabinoid receptors. Um, you just, if you're a listener, look it up. If you don't know it, it's awesome. It'll spark a light in your brain. Um, what I do know about these receptors is certain cannabinoids affect these receptors, um, THC and CBD. THC is the psychoactive cannabis compound or cannabinoid. CBD is the non-psychoactive cannabinoid, um, cannabidiol, and then THC is tetrahydrocannabinol. Um, they're awesome things. They're the, they're the main compounds you find in all cannabis plants and matter and most of all. <clears throat> the most beneficial one is both of them together, believe it or not. Um, one without the other is great and can work for you in certain ways, but they work better together. These things affect your endocannabinoid system in most of the time a very positive way, depending on who you are and how these certain strains affect you. Um, <clears throat> so that's kind of like the, uh, the knowledge you should know when you look up cannabis, endocannabinoid system, and then from there, it'll spark you these other things. It'll spark THC, CBD, and then the further you get to it, you'll get to the terpenes and terpenoids. That's the shit that is what we're going for, if that makes sense. That's the therapeutic. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. So I just wanted to, I definitely want to get to terps and terpenes. Um, I want to elaborate on that. Um, but just so, so just finishing up with the endocannabinoid system. Yeah. Um, I remember watching a YouTube video, actually, it was like, I mean, it was probably 10 minutes long, wasn't very long, and it completely blew my mind when I first learned about it. And then I think I started watching TED Talks or something about it, started watching people talk about it. And it's so interesting that, the, that it's not a more known thing. It's one of our main systems, and it's just like, oh, well, it's, it's illegal, though, so we pretend that it's not actually there. What? Like, we have so many different things that could be helped and solved and so many, like, ailments that could be cured um, or, you know, alleviated, rather. So yeah. um, when it comes to what, – so what is the – while we're right here, what's the difference between CBD and THC? Like, obviously, okay. THC is psychoactive. It gets you high. CBD, if you just take CBD alone, it has zero THC. It does not get you high. You feel totally fine. What, what, what are the effects that you – have you had just CBD by itself and have you noticed like much of a calming effect? It's very yeah. subtle. It's yes. It's very subtle. Um, well, so, and that's, it's like a hard thin line of the non-psychoactive. I feel like for CBD, um, um, THC. So THC is definitely psychoactive. Um, it's the one that you tend to, it, it changes your mind. It alleviates certain things. Um, and it does things that you feel, um, CBD is the thin line where you, they say it's non-psychoactive, you don't feel it, but if you do CBD the right way and you do the right amount, you'll feel it in ways that you don't understand or feeling, like um, you, you feel it in anxiety. You know, I can feel when I'm having anxiety and I can feel when it goes away. Yep, yep, so that's, you know, when CBD, uh, they say it's non-psychoactive, you don't feel it. I feel like I can feel it, um, but 
not in a sense it's going to deter me or you know um i guess what's that called like mess with your mind kind of psychoactively affect you um it's it's a body feel relax feel a calm feel um you know and you get that with certain herbal medicines that you can take too and certain aromas and smells essential oils you don't you know there's there's other things that are natural like CBD that help you with this, but um, CBD, you know, and you don't feel them because you don't get high. Um, so CBD is like the, uh, CBD is great for, it, it does a lot of the same things as THC, but it, it does them in a silent and clear way, a focus way. It's a very clear feel, you know, it's not a foggy, which you will get from THC or um, not all THC, but if, if that makes sense, you know. Yeah, it's it's not so much mental as it is like a feeling of it's not utter relaxation where it's like you just like, you know, Uh, smoke some heavy drug or something. You're like, oh, whatever. It's not. It 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 really is very subtle. I would with me when I was taking CBD fairly often, I would often notice, of course, the benefits of not feeling inflammation. Like I get neural inflammation, which affects depression and and anxiety and stuff too. But outside of just the, the inflammation and all the benefits that, that we get from the alleviation of that with CBD, um, I, I feel I would notice kind of at the end of the day, like, oh, yeah, like I didn't really I wasn't overly worried about stuff today. Was Exactly. I? It's not that you are suddenly, you know, you take it and you're just waiting or you, you take your little tincture, you take your gummy and you're yep. just like, oh, yeah. do I feel anything? It's, it's not like that. It's a, you hit it on the note. You hit it on the nail, man. That's that's to the T. That's it. And like, you know, with certain medicines and certain things, it doesn't happen right away. You don't lose a hundred pounds in a week, you know, I mean, maybe unless you shave it off or something, you know what I mean? Um, you don't take certain medicines or certain, um, you know, herbal remedies and they just instantly take it away. Um, with CBD, it's one of those things over time and the, the more you use it and the more it gets into your body, the more your body starts feeling it and really using it to its power. And, and that's kind of like, you know, that's where it comes in. You don't, it's not an instant feel. It's after time, you're like, oh, Today was a lot less uh, worrisome. Today was, oh man, I didn't overthink today. I didn't overthink about driving down the road, <laughs> you know. Um, a couple days of that clarity for someone who is stuck in their head, who they're caught in their loops, they're repeating their mean self-talk, they've got anxiety, they've got depression. I'm, like I, I dealt with all these things, like being able to step outside of it for a few days I mean, it's it's enough to kind of get you, get your head above water. So yeah, like yes. I, CBD, it, it, it's great. And so I actually also had the same similar effects with with THC. Um, I was able to stay home for a lot of it. Um, like I like I wouldn't obviously recommend someone just smoking weed and going to their regular job every day if that's if it doesn't fit their the mold of their job. But just being able to hang out with myself. Just being able to like, I got high and I would go down and I would create, I would DJ, I would write some stuff, I would read, I would stretch, I would just hang out with myself, man. listen to music, dance around like a goofball. And I wouldn't have done that if I wasn't like smoking. And yep. it, it, it opens up, it, I feel like it's not just trying to get to that one thing, like okay, I smoke it and I have this many hours of feeling good. It's the buildup of effects of feeling good for a few days, a few weeks, a few months, like smoking smoking weed or cbd whatever whatever it is that someone's into it can give you like a few days of alleviation to work just enough to start kind of taking some steps out of your depression yep. or, yep. or whatever yeah yeah that's that's exactly it man it's and that's 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 what makes it so amazing i mean it's a natural thing it's crazy to think this natural thing has been outlawed and banned and 
taken away from just everybody because you know they didn't like how much money that it was it, I, I don't even know the real reason i think it was uh you know it, people like to say it was the war on drugs which was like a race thing too which it makes sense it all does and that's what sucks so it sucks they took this away from everybody and it benefits everybody because of some crappy bull crap with politics and all the shit that goes on with that yep yeah dude i mean we've got people like dude the the rates for not just inflammation but like we look at all these numbers of just people who are depressed people who are this people who are that people are doing with this and then we have this we have things that are coming up hey this helps that this helps us think outside of what that you know, it helps us not identify so much with our illness if that's what's going on. We have all these yep. things. And obviously, it's not a blanket covering, you know, different things affect different people, different set and setting is obviously important. Um, some people weed is just not for them. And that's okay, too. Um, yep. But so, so when it comes to like your personal anxiety, Dev, what do you find? Like, like what's the how do you describe the difference? Because sometimes it's so hard, someone who has anxiety, and they've had it for years, we just get so used to that. And you don't notice how normal we've made our like everyday anxiety sometimes or our everyday like depression. Um, not that we're at fault for it, but sometimes it just becomes whatever. It's just been happening for so long that when you finally do get that kind of breath of fresh air of being able to not be anxious for a couple hours, you're like, holy crap, man, I was really into it. I was in my head. Yes. So, so what, what's it like for you? What's it, what's it like for you? Uh, for me? So, uh, you know, it's funny. I, I, I get, you know, this sense of like, a, it's, it's weird. Sometimes I, I want to get um, not manic, but like, I want to feel like sometimes I get so zombied out that I just want to feel up and I, I want to feel up and going. And um, so that's why I love that, that, that sativa, but um, really what the effect with the anxiety for me, um, it's like, I used to wake up in the morning and think and think and think and think and, and that it would be thinking I it, it would just this overthinking would create more anxiety. It, it's uh, it's hard to explain, man, uh, because I became it's became necessarily not just a regimen, but um, I don't have it anymore. But the anxiety, I, I, that's hard to say. I still get anxiety. I still definitely get anxiety. It's not, not um, the same, not like the everyday it's the, normal. Yes, state. yes. It's. And it's the instant relief that marijuana provides for it uh, that, that kind of eases it and helps me think a way of getting away from it. But it, trying to narrow it down uh, when it comes to my anxiety, it's, it's stressors. It's stress. The, the marijuana has lifted a stress. It's pulled the stress away, the overthinking and that stressful that it causes um, Man, it's it's hard. It's hard to explain that, I guess. <laughs> no, I, I totally get it because it, it's it, it, it's difficult to explain what's going on in here into actual words. Yeah, and a lot of times it's not. It's kind of outside of words in a way, isn't it? You know, it's a yeah, it's, yes, it's a yes, feeling that you're trying to describe. It's kind of it's, it's even you know beyond emotions in a sense. You feel different yes. emotions, but it's this. It's understanding. It's this knowing within of okay, yeah, I'm fine. And well, and and. I hate to say that, like, I, I don't want to make people think or the listeners think that weed uh, is a good, um, like, high or like a, a numbing because it, it, it definitely can. It definitely can. But um, it over time, it, it, it makes you think a little bit more in a sense, sometimes certain things, you know, kind of like a, sh a mushroom, you know, shrooms or LSD in those ways where it kind of resets your brain or makes you think a little bit outside the box. I feel like with weed, um, 
it, it calms me to the point where I'm like, I don't need to stress so much about that. I've got two hours. I've got time. You know, I've got, why am I stressing about this when I'm already dressed, ready to go? It's not here. Yeah, I'm good. I'm ready. It's still happening. I'm going to make it on time. My worry. It's right now. Yeah. Did I, did you, I lost you, huh? Yeah. I, I mean, my service should have been continuous. I'm hardlined in over here. Yeah. I'm not hardlined in. So it definitely was me. Oh yeah. Weird. It's, it's fine. I'll just, uh, I'll edit it in post. It'll be, right. I'm sorry about that, bro. Hey, sorry, listeners. It's my internet, Missouri. It's all good. Trust me. It'll sound fine. <laughs> we were exploring the differences between indica and sativa. So someone who doesn't know anything about weed, but they've maybe heard of indica and sativa. What do we got? What, what's our differences? Okay. So that's where it came into when I was talking about anxiety and, you know, the certain weeds that affect me and differentiate for me and whatever. Um, so when it comes to indica and sativa, now uh, the truth behind flower right now is it's hard to really pinpoint exactly what flower is or what strain that is. But growers think they know for the most part, and most of these guys have kind of dialed it in. Um, but when it comes to flower, I feel like most of strains are going to be a hybrid. They're going to be a hybrid as in they're going to be leading this way or this way. Indica, people like to say, what I like to say is into couch. You are relaxed. You are... Um, calm you are feeling you are feeling it well um, and that's a body feel very heavy body feel usually um, very easy on the mind um, and usually it's like a nighttime people like to say or um, uh, just uh, for usual good pain relief um, anxiety to um, a lot of those things even sometimes people that have eating disorders and need to eat more uh, smoke some medica and you'll get hungry um, sativa. Sativa is usually known or what people like to refer to as like the daytime and upper if you're, uh, you know, in some places. Um, uh, it's energy. It's uplifting. It's awakening. Um, it heightens your senses. It's a cerebral high, a head change. Um, I like to do what I would like to do back in the day when I was at a rec state. I'd be like, hey, what strain's going to make this movie pop out to me? Um, what, what strain is going to make this hike just super bright and exciting? And that's, that was, that's the sativas I like, you know, those ones that are head change and just it makes everything so much vibrant. Um, it's cool that weed does that to you too. Um, but that's the sativa versus indica, like uh, uppity, daytime, energy, uplifting. Um, sometimes the bad or cons of sativas, anxiety, paranoia, um, um, you know, overthinking that it can create that anxiety that you're trying to get away from. Um, so would you, would you suggest to like, as just kind of a broad brush stroke to people who don't smoke much, they like, they want to try it out. Would you suggest starting with an indica first or a hybrid? Most, or? Most definitely. I would suggest, um, you know, in a lot of these stores and a lot of these growers have got it dialed into where, um, and especially with experience, um, personally, when it comes to asking for these certain things, always ask your bud tender what they think, um, their opinion, what they would go for. Now, sometimes you get the ones that try to upsell you, find you something, but most of the time, bud tenders are really good and they'll give you that, uh, you know, I like this. And, you know, the personal experience is what I prefer. Um, but when it comes to a new beginner smoking, I like to, uh, or in, in in ours right now, we get beginners that want to smoke. We get beginners that want to eat or even vape or, um, you know, uh, topicals. 
Um, so I, I would definitely start if you're going to smoke a hybrid, a good hybrid or indica leaning so you don't get too in your head. And that's where people get that paranoia with sativas. They might have smoked for the first time and it might have been a very good sativa and it got them racy and their mind going and they're like, nope, never doing this again. And that's that really sucks. I don't know how many people have encountered that have experienced that. And, um, you know, it's the ones that give it another chance and have the right knowledge or somebody that's giving them the right knowledge that can dwindle make that a little bit better and easier on them. Yeah. And, and also not like smoking a whole joint your first time. Or like if, if, you're a, yeah. if you're a homie who smokes and you have someone else trying it out or you, you're giving someone some weed who doesn't smoke very often or really ever, like, dude, just tell them to take a tiny little hit. It's all they need. Yeah. They're good. And yeah. if, in 20 just, minutes, if they don't feel like that much, maybe take another one, whatever. But don't yeah, you don't have to exactly. strap to the moon, man. No. Yeah, don't go give somebody the beginner a fucking dab and make them hallucinate and not know who they are. I mean, I've go ahead. Yeah, I've, I've experienced some crazy stuff. You know, I mean, I've dabbed a lot, but I still get those first time giant dabs that like wreck. Oh, yeah. Well, we want people to enjoy that weed. We don't want them to go and try it and not not like it. Uh, you know, I don't want my friend to um, smoke something and never want to smoke it again because it just it didn't hit him right. You know, um, just you know. Hopefully those listeners are nice to their friends. You know, I have some friends that I might give something, but they've experienced it. They'll, they'll be fine. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're, they're veterans at this point. Yeah. It's, I mean, yes. yeah that, that's the thing is you want to, yeah, you, you don't really need to go, you, you know, you don't really need to go full bore and it's, and it really can be honestly like a, a scar, like almost a traumatizing thing for people. If you do just smoke a crazy ton out the gate, like it's, and also set and setting. That's a big thing with um, with like psilocybin or LSD or um, even MDMA. A lot of this research they're doing um, at MAPS, the multi multidisciplinary association for psychedelic studies. Um, that's a huge thing that I always hear in all the interviews and podcasts and stuff that I listen from them is set and setting. Like you make sure you know where you're at. Make sure you yes. know like okay, I don't have to drive in 30 minutes. You know, if, if this is your first time smoking or if this is like, you, yeah. you don't really smoke and you just want to really enjoy it, get into a safe spot, you know, have some plant, have some like some time, like, okay, I don't have to do anything for six hours. I don't have to do anything till tomorrow, whatever yes. it is. You want to just kind of set yourself up. Oh, I, I paid those bills. I, I went through and I paid my phone bill really quick. Cool. Set to the side. That's done. Cool. I got this thing. I got the food that I might want later already, or I got yes. ready to rock and roll, you know, whatever it is, set, set your, set your environment up and then set your like internal uh, life organizational in the environment up as, as well, you know? Yes. Yes. Most definitely. I mean, that's the main thing you don't want to go like, you know, my, my thing is <laughs> don't bring your guy that you're trying to smoke with for the first time in the car. Like I actually, I don't smoke in my car too often at all. Cause it's just scary to me, but uh, you know, like don't make it that scary setting where you have to hide it, you know, be, be able to do in a, a setting where you're just comfortable. Exactly. Just comfort, comfortability, high or not high that's the most important thing uh when you're you're trying this out uh and also you know <laughs> hopefully the good advice from somebody or try to do some research on yourself before uh jumping into it because you don't want to ruin it for yourself yeah right exactly exactly um okay so just rounding out on indica and sativa basically we're kind of at a point right now where everything's everything's kind of hybrid it's a little bit hard to tell right so it's uh yeah. But, but still, would you basically kind of say a little more indica leaning if you want that more body yes. high, a little more sativa yep. for that head high euphoria? Yes, yes, true, true. And you will find some strains, you know, uh, a big thing too when it comes to cannabis, everybody's biologically different. 
everybody. Um, I've had people come into the store and the sativa affects them the complete opposite. It gives them that indica body high. Um, it, it makes them just relax and, you know, and then I get those people that come in and they, they smoke indica and it gets them racy. It gets them, it gives them anxiety. And I'm like, dude, you're that, that small percentage. Let's see what we can do for you. And I usually try to put them towards a hybrid leaning towards one way or another. And then we know how well that's going to work. And then we can move towards like a, a closer to the sativa, you know, when, it, and when I like to get back to that, that's hybrids, there's hybrids that are um, depending on experience that are like a, they lean a little to the sativa. So they're a little uplifting, but not too much. Or the ones that are a little more relaxing, but you can still do your day-to-day -day activities. You know, um, that's what I, I like to lean towards a hybrid leaning because it's never too much of the other, you know, and that's, that's personally what I like. I've always, I used to smoke hybrids nonstop. Now I like to mix it up and dab a little bit because I like to, sometimes I like those racy feels when it comes to flower or certain sativas, you know, it's, it's a little fun. Dude, I, I'm totally with you. Uh, Joe Rogan actually talks about uh, sometimes like he'll get super stoned and he loves having that almost like anxiety because you're, because yes. you're stuck with it. And like after a while, like it actually kind of creates a little bit of courage in, in a strange way. Cause after a while, like once you get kind of used to smoking a few days in a row or whatever, you're like, okay, I have this anxiety feeling, but what am I going to do? I got to ride it yeah. out. So like, what's yeah. that? Like, it's almost like yep. practice against your anx anxious thoughts. And then, yes. you know, 20 minutes later, you get out of it and you're like, oh, I had nothing to be anxious about, but that was kind of yeah. cool that I fucking stood I was, I was like, what's up? I can handle it. I'm good. Oh, come on, anxiety, yes. you know? Exactly, exactly, yeah. man. Um, I personally, like, when I have people come in, they're like, man, that shit made me feel weird. I'm like, yes, cool. Let me know. I want it. Um, also, um, uh, to get a little bit further after that indica sativa, um, um, terpenes and terpenoids, right. if you don't mind me going into a little I'd bit. I'd love to carry on. Um, terpenes are awesome. Actually, I'm going to grab something while we're here. Um, terpenes are awesome. They're a, a compound found in almost everything that's like a plant wise. Um, um, it's a, an aroma. It's a therapeutic compound. Can you still hear me well? Okay. Okay. Um, terpenes are just, uh, they're what make the weed smell the way they smell. And there's science that proves that these certain terpenoid compounds, um, make you feel the way you feel from certain strains and weeds. Hmm. Um, when it comes to that, like, uh, I, I need them in front of me cause I'm still like, it's still learning. You're still learning. My favorite terpene is beta caryophylline. Um, it's one of the only terpenes that if it's the only terpene that affects what your cannabinoid receptors, um, which is cool. So it's the only terpene that in a sense kind of affects with you, you know, uh, it, it fucks with you for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so like, uh, myrcene, myrcene is also found in hops. Um, that's one of the most common terpenes found in flower. Um, myrcene is, here it is. Um, it... It's found in indicas a lot. It's a sedating uh, terpene. It's a relaxing terpene. Um, it smells of hops. It smells of mangoes. Um, it's got like a sweet kind of smell to it, a musky sweet smell. Um, my favorite terpene, beta caryophylline. Um, it's a peppery, spicy, um, um, like cinnamon smell, black pepper smell. Um, you know Gorilla Glue? You know the strain Gorilla Glue? <laughs> 
Um, you, you get that kind of uh, musky, almost spicy, herbly, peppery smell um, in most good Gorilla Glue, grown good Gorilla Glue. That's that beta caryophylline terpene. Um, now, let's see, with Master Yoda, trying to think of your strain Yoda. I, I believe it's a sativa leaning. It's not a full sativa. It's a hybrid sativa, I'm pretty sure. Um, it, I believe it has some limonene in there, and limonene is an uplifting terpene. Um, it's a citrusy smell. Um, not all, you know, not super citrusy, but just like a hint, you know. Um, it's uh, limonene, see, and okay, so limonene is also, believe it or not, it's an antibacterial and antifungal terpene. So it, it's, it's beneficial in other ways than just, you know, you'd think in alleviating, you know, your mind or your body. Um, that's what's cool about terpenes. Um, there's so many more, and I hope the listeners look up terpenes, and it helps guide them towards what they want to find in flower. Um, that's currently what we do with the store I work at. We list all the common terpenes, some information about them, what they help with, um, anti-inflammatory, anti-cancer, pain relief. Um, some are um, like uh, they get rid of the appetite. I don't know the exact words for that. Um, um, some of them are great for depression, anxiety, you know, um, terpenes also are, you know, that's the smell. That's that smell you get in that flower. So you're already getting terpenes when you smell it. That's cool as shit, you know. Terpenes affect you through that way. Um, and then there's science that proves that it affects you smoking and in, in, in intaking it smoking wise. Um, I, I don't know the whole science behind eating terpenes. Um, I think it's more of the smell uh, that affects you and your, you know, your senses. Right. Um, but terpenes are, terpenes are awesome. That's, that's the coolest shit. That's when people say, I want the terps, they want those dabs of that flower that's tasty, that's stanky, that, that's just ripe, you know. Um, personally, I love weed that smells like you just stepped in a big pile of dog poo. I love that weed. That is my favorite. Um, yes, yes. Um, one more terpene that's a big one that you'll find um, uh, common. Have you ever tried like um, sour tangy or, uh, you know, citrusy strains? Some strains that taste very orangey. Yeah, yeah. Um, Me uh, and I used to smoke a ton of like when it came to citrus. And that's, that's what we would smoke when we'd make music yep. all the time. Okay. So that is going to be valency. Valencine is found in oranges and tamarinds and, and citruses. Um, and that is like the most, one of the most tastiest terpenes. Um, one of my favorites, to be honest, too. Um, there's another one, uh, terpenaline. Terpenaline is uh, when you get just straight terpenaline in a bottle and you smell it, it smells like some really good um, recreational drugs. Uh, think of diesel <laughs> uh, listeners. Um, awesome stuff. But um, that's what's cool is this is all found in flower in in bud marijuana um, and it's it's so cool and fascinating and when you open this up in your brain and you get into it you find out certain terpenes that work better for you and and certain why certain strains affect you these ways better than others and that's the coming to an understanding of flower and how it works for you or what it does for you and and that's, that's what I'm trying to get at when it comes to patients. I want to find something that works and, and you know why it works, you know? 
Right, right. Dude, and like having, I mean, we're, we're like guinea pigs in the coolest way though too, you know, especially the, the legal recreational states because yes. as time progresses, you know, over the next 30 years, we take all this, you know, new data of, okay, oh, okay, so this terpene affects anti-inflammatory, the anti-inflammatory response. This terpene affects people with depression. Okay, and we have all this data which may, may, may be kind of anecdotal in a lot of ways, but then it'll start to build on actual like intellectual. I mean, like you guys are just going to keep getting smarter and smarter behind the counter, educating the people who go in. Cause like you do <clears throat> think about when you go in to buy some booze or something, I'm sure that, I'm sure if you go to, to the right liquor store, a lot of these people probably do know a good amount. Oh, Hey, that was distilled in this place. And that's from, you know, Germany or this is, you know, yeah. that sort of thing. But when it comes to, you know, kind of this, there is this innate medicinal, enjoyable, happiness, joy part of, of buying weed. And as we get more information, the, the bud tenders and the people who are like supplying us with, with the weed and the knowledge of it are going to be able to know more and more. Yep. Yeah. So it, it's yeah. just really cool where we're at as a society, you yeah. know, as, as we get farther and farther along this path, it's going to start opening up different sides of this that we didn't even really think about before. Like yes, all of the different yes, things man. we can now help and individualize. And hey, based off of a study of, you know, 6,000 people in Washington, 25,000 people in Oregon, this many people in California, they smoked this strain and it helped them with this. Yeah, it's freaking yes. great, man. It's, it, it's, it's so, so awesome. exciting. It's so exciting. So where do you, yeah, where do you see, <clears throat> where, where do you see like the future of, we're here in 2021 towards the end, but do you, do you see, would you say within the next, like, let's say 10 years, maybe even 15, you think it'll be federally legal na- nationwide? Oh man. Think it's funny you bring that up. Cause I always, I, I still talk to my friends, like all my close friends and just anybody I would get in this conversation with. But I've, uh, I used to say like within five years, about five years ago <laughs> uh, that it was going to be federally legal. Um, I thought a lot of politics would uh, make it happen, but I'm surprised it hasn't. But I believe, um, I believe in in ten years or less from this year, um, we will be completely federally legal. I really believe so. Um, I think every state is becoming more medically legal, um, and then from there is just recreational. And all the states surrounding these states, you know, um, are are opening up and becoming more apt to it. Um, I mean, I think Idaho and uh, a couple other states might be the last ones to ever go fully wreck, but uh, you can find CBD in just about every state. That's a start. That happened quick too, I feel. Yeah. Um, the, the unfortunate thing of CBD is everybody tried to get on it and inflated. And uh, um, I, don't, I don't hate on CBD too much, but I hate on uh, CBD companies that are, you know, ripping people off with the CBD amounts that they're selling. When it comes to CBD, you need a good amount. Um, you know, most, most everybody, you, 10 milligrams a day, I don't think will do you too much. Um, yeah, just CBD, CBD is just, you gotta be careful of CBD, you know, um, don't buy it from the internet. Um, if you do make sure to do your research on that company you're buying from, you know, that's the biggest thing. Um, that's why you can't buy THC online. Um, it goes through rigorous amounts of testing and, and, uh, you know, certain, uh, certain tests that make it that you need, you need in order to be able to smoke it, you know, um, you know, tests on microbials and bacteria and minerals. Um, you don't want that stuff in your weed. 
you don't want it. So that's why you got to be careful where you buy it and who you're buying it from. Yeah, if, if you got some dude in their backyard pretty much like converting their old moonshine making station to a CBD <laughs> making station, you know, you're going to end up with some heavy metals yeah, and shit you yeah. don't want and it's going to be yeah. inconsistent. I do um, I, I do CBD MD. That it is online, um, but they I think they have like a ton of third-party tested. They're yes. very rigorous with their testing. Um, I don't know. I've, I've read all of their stuff and it, it convinced me enough and I, I was taking a pretty high amount of CBD from them for a while. Yeah. That's uh, as long as you do your testing and your research on it, you know, um, that's my biggest thing. A gas station CBDs. Yeah, that's what I want to say. Right. You know, yeah. Cause yeah. I, I think a lot of people, you know, cause it's, if it's, oh, maybe I'll try CBD and then you're going to, you know, get a pack of gum or pay for your gas and you're like, Oh, that, all right, let's try that. If that's your experience with, with CBD, you might not have really experienced like the, the benefits that you could be experiencing. Just like we were talking yeah. about if your first experience with weed is like smoking on an entire, like really heavy sativa, you might be sent to the moon and have a bad time. You also <laughs> don't want to be buying that gas station CBD and saying that's what represents uh, yes. the, the calming anti-inflammatory effects of, yes. of CBD connected definitely be careful don't buy those cartridges from the the gas station because uh you know that's what was on the news a while back with people passing away from you know these certain vapes yeah that's the gas station stuff be careful you know as much as you want to be careful with jewels and nicotines everybody to each their own just be careful i love you all just be careful (laughs) i feel that i feel that um, all right, man. Well, what do you what do you got going on in your world? Like, what's your what, what what's your continuation on this journey? Like, you're just gonna keep learning, keep taking opportunities, oh, keep teaching people. Yeah, my goal my goal obviously is to stay in this industry for as long as I can. I would love to be like a uh, you know a consultant and helping and help a consultant in many ways, whether it be helping um, a company or a store startup or helping patients find the right medicine or certain recreational people find their right medicine and stuff. But uh, my goal is to obviously just gain as much knowledge as I can. Um, uh, I, I would like to try and be in other states. I want to see how these other states do it, and that's kind of why I went to Missouri. You know, I seen how Washington does it. I got to see how Oregon does it. Um, now I'm seeing how Missouri does it. And then from here on, it's the next state, you know, uh, New Jersey's opening up, New York's becoming legal, New Mexico. There's, it's just, it's not going away. Um, so I, I plan to stay in it and, you know, maybe we'll have a podcast another, you know, however long from now and see where I'm at and what state I'm in next. You know, I would love to. We yes. can have a five year reunion for the next, yes. the next yes. whatever year. Devin in cannabis, where is he now? <laughs> You're just like some scientist in a lab in Louisiana. <laughs> oh man. Oh yeah. I'm researching how CBD affects your placebo. You know, <laughs> yeah. Something super complex. Yes. Yeah. I, I love that. I'm, I'm, uh, I don't know. I'm hoping I've been kind of asking a lot of people around here in Texas, um, wh- what they think, what their opinions are. If they think that they see it becoming legal, um, you know, the next five years or whatever. A lot of people seem to think that Austin, Austin in particular, will find a way to legalize the recreational use. And then from there, you know, we'll see what happens to the rest of Texas. But Austin yeah. itself is really this blue chunk in, in, in a red state, you know? I see. I see. That I hope, man. Um, I really hope so, because I know right now in Texas, it's like a, a felony if you have a gram of concentrates. That's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, still, it's still rigorous. It's pr- still pretty tough. I want to say yeah. that the, um, the Delta 8 what is still technically legal it's it's in this very foggy in between it might yep. like by the time this conversation comes out it might not even be whatever but uh it, it was legal and you could still order it like online or whatever wow. Del, Del 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 Del, which is 
Delta eight is uh, derived from the CBD plant and yes. hemp, not from the THC eight. Yes, so it's, sir. so it's THC nine is the molecule that is in regular, like weed that you buy that has the eu- euphoria and the psychosomatic yep. symptoms. Uh, but THC eight is the molecule derived from yep. hemp CBD. And it is a little bit different of a high. Right. Yeah. Delta eight, uh, Delta eight is definitely a, I feel like it, it's a more of a feel. You know, what they do is they, they basically take this CBD or hemp uh, derived CBD and they alter it and they alter it to give this other effect. Um, I'd say be very careful with uh, Delta eight. Any, any listeners that are trying it out. Um, I've, I've tried it personally myself and I didn't feel it too much. And I think it's because I'm an avid user and um, you know, I, I know certain things to feel for maybe, but I've had some people take it and it, it affected them in a, in a, in a bad way. Um, it was more than they expected, you know, and that's, that's the scary part. Um, and, and it's because it's so new, there's not a whole lot of, nobody knows much about it. And, um, you know, we know where it comes from and we know what it, what it, where it comes from and what it does. But when you alter something, it, it's going to be create different effects. You know, yeah, so. it starts getting a little iffy there. I know yeah. I, I got mine from, I got, I, I had gotten mine a while back from 3Chi Delta. It's been a while now, but 3CHI or 3Chi, something like that. I don't know. And, it's, yeah. and it, I, I looked through, I was on Reddit for a long time researching and it seemed like it was something trusting. I mean, don't take my yeah. word for it. Please do your own research, whatever. Yes. But it seemed like it was good and, and I did enjoy um it was really cool to smoke it and really just kind of contemplate how does this feel differently than than a regular THC high and and how does yeah. it affect me and and how does it how long does it last like like it's just 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 like with any strain where it's very fun to me to explore like yes. oh, what does this strain make me do oh does this strain make me want to go outside more does it make me want to do this does it trigger yes. my anxiety it's kind of the same thing but yeah so delta eight is it's pretty much weed but there's less less traceable amounts of THC in it. So some exactly. people would recommend it for states that are legal. Yeah. And it's cool. It's cool that they're coming out with these things and these certain, um, you know, other com- compounds of CBD or cannabis because it's, it's a legal thing, you know, it makes it easier access and it, it almost, you know, helps people kind of get into this, this other alternative medicine, you know, um, cannabis period. And once they open their mind to that, you know, the, the doors open. Uh, let's let's see what else is out there and let's go check out a store and see what they can tell us you know let's let's see, let's move on from the gas station and see what somebody that you know sells us for a living can tell us and that's that's cool to me that's that's the positive side of delta 8 and cbd and gas stations you know is it's more normalized it's it's it's, an, it's another touch in people's faces and their eyes you know no doubt no doubt. Well, okay. So last thing I would like to do is just do, or wait, no, I have two more, two more quick things. Last thing before the last thing would be, uh, someone who's never smoked weed or maybe they've, they've never purchased weed in a recreational state. Even, um, it might be intimidating to walk into a store. You don't know what you do. You don't know how you do, You don't know what you're talking about. You don't want to sound like a knucklehead. Um, it's kind of the same intimidation we get going to like a new gym. A lot of the times it's kind of intimidating. Yeah. intimidating. You're like, I don't really know how to work out. I'll, do I that's a picture of someone doing that so I guess I'll follow what they're doing but when it comes to walking into a recreational state and you want to try something what what what's the best experience like like take us through this we walk in the door what happens what are we looking for so you're going to walk in and I'm going to ask you you know hey what are you here for and you're going to usually tell me you know if it's a if it's like a, a recreational activity, you know, or if you're going to tell me it's a certain thing that you're trying to achieve or feel. And I'm instantly going to be like, well, I've got plenty of ways to make this happen for you. Um, you know, in, in, in recreational or medical, 
Uh, I'm going to show you these uh, these flowers and these products, obviously. But I'm going to I'm going to ask you too. You know, what do you like? What what do you what do you want to experience? Do you want to taste? Do you want to feel? Um, do you want to see? You know, what what are you looking to achieve? And uh, there's so many things people are coming in for. Um, and then I, I you know I ask you, you know what what. I guess what what you're not trying to achieve, you know, because I want to set you up with the right thing. So I want to make sure and ask you, you know, wh what do you want to stay away from? You know, what do you, what kind of feeling do you not want to have? Um, and then I also ask, you know, what your your experience is with this stuff. Um, if you had none, then I ask you, you know, what brought you in here? And usually it's it's a it's a relative or it's a friend. And I ask them, you know, and and then it leads to the conversation where they say, yeah, I've never tried it before. Well, actually. I hit it one time with my friend that told me to come in here and I, I trust him. So I came in, you know, um, but even with those beginners that are coming in, um, just ask questions, tell the bud tender, you know, this is what I do want. This is what I want to feel. Um, um, and if you don't know what to say, just, you know, ask them, you know, ask them, Hey, what, what's, tell them what you're trying to achieve. That's the biggest thing, you know, uh, when it comes to just, what are you trying to get from this? What are you trying to benefit from this cannabis? Cause we have so many ways. And, and like you said, um, different products or different ways to partake or to achieve these. So what works best for you? Do you want something that you can drink? I got those too, you know, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. 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 That's another thing they might, they might recommend edibles too, yes. which, which is yeah. a whole nother side we, we can talk about in, on another oh, podcast. But, oh gosh. <laughs> yeah. Cause yes. I actually don't have the, um, I don't know if I don't have the liver enzyme enzymes. Um, <clears throat> but for whatever reason, my system does not process edible marijuana. I can take quite a bit and I feel absolutely nothing. You're one of those uh, little, that percentage, you know, there's that percentage of people biologically different that get affected differently, but we get those people come in that, you know, they'll eat a hundred milligrams, 200 milligrams, 300 milligrams of edibles and not feel a thing, but then they'll smoke a bowl and feel it. You know? Right. Yeah. So some people will take five to 10 milligrams and they're drooling on their couch yes. pillow, you know, like, yes. which is hell yeah, man. That's awesome. It's, and that's really, it's just your liver doesn't have that enzyme that breaks it into uh, the, uh, I, I know the exact, I don't know the exact word, but yeah, it's, it's just an enzyme that your body isn't creating or doing. And that's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing at all. What would work for you, Jake, and what I would recommend when it comes to an edible, you get a gummy or a tincture, put it underneath your tongue, sublingual. Um, that will affect you. I think you should be able to feel that way. Um, the liver, you know, breaks it down and turns into these enzymes and does these things, but sublingually it gets into your bloodstream that way. And that might, that might help. You might be able to feel it that way a little bit. I'm gonna have to explore that. Just shoving some some weed cookies yeah. in my tongue. Hey, for a while. when uh, when the time comes and you're ready to uh, partake, you just let me know. <laughs> we'll do. We'll do, man. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, so, dude, yeah, listeners, anybody who wants to go and explore a weed store, it's not intimidating. Walk into the door. I mean, you have, you basically have them all in a glass case. You can see everything. It's usually bright in here. It's it's a nice environment. It's welcoming. The people who yes. work there like what they do. That's the biggest thing. Who doesn't want to go to a place where everybody working there likes what they do? And yes. like, that really comes across when you come in. Like, dude, I would have times where I'd go in anxious, kind of depressed. I'm like, I'm pretty much wearing a hood hoodie, you know, like I'm like, I don't really want to be here, but I'm whatever. And just kind of describe what's going on, what you want. And it's, they'll explain what's going on. They'll help yep. you out. So just walk in, be open and just kind of talk with the person behind the, behind the counter and they're going to help you out. I like to think of it as like Planet Fitness. There's no judgment, no judgment zone, man. Yeah, you know, come in here and feel free to be yourself as much as you can because because we're ourselves and we just want to help you. You know, we just want to help make your day better or brighter. Yes.
Yes, 100%. All right, Dev, um, I appreciate you so much. Thank you for your time. This one last question that I uh, presented as the question before the last question would yeah. be, what does the world need more of right now? Ooh. The world needs more love. Just more love, man. More love for everybody uh, in and out, this or that. Uh, you or you or him or her or she or he or they or they everybody just needs love more love in this world man if we had more love we'd have uh we'd have happier people i feel like you know love love for everybody man yes i love it i love that very much man that's the that's the perfect answer that's the that's the what, what i'm secretly wanting to hear uh, <laughs> as the answer for, for the junkyard love podcast yes very much we need more love um Man, I, I love that you came on here. I love that you offered me your time, Dev. I really appreciate that you um, are you know, willing and open to kind of share what you know and just kind of allow me to poke and pot, prod at your brain and see what comes right. out. It's been great to be a part of it, man. I never thought uh, you know, uh, we'd be on a podcast you know, 20 years later uh, coming from Catlin. Right, you know? man. Oh, man. Uh, it's awesome. I appreciate it, brother. I really do. Yeah, it's it's beautiful how life goes, isn't it? That's, that's, yeah, and we're you're in Texas, I'm in Missouri. This is you know. Yeah, who would have thought? Like what? Like even if you asked us five years ago, like where are you going to live in five years? We wouldn't say Missouri no. or Texas. But here not we are. Not at all, man. Not at all. Here we are. Yeah, bro. It's been great, man. I really appreciate it, Jake. Thanks for letting me be a part of this, man. I hope uh, listeners liked it and they can get some uh, get some light bulbs glowing off in their head about cannabis and terpenes and you know help them guide their experience. Yeah, I love it. Thank you for your expertise, man. Thank you for your wisdom. Um, we'll, uh, we'll we'll definitely have to do do a round two of this in the future. So yeah. we'll just we'll we'll see how it pans out. Sounds good, brother. I appreciate you. All right, man. You have a good rest of your day, and listeners, you have a good rest of your day as well. Uh, take care of yourselves. If you're gonna dip into the weed world, trust yourself. Set setting. Just take a little bit. Um, listen to the person behind the counter, do some research. It's this wonderful, cool world that can open up. So, you know, don't be afraid of it. And if you haven't drank any water today, you're a total piece of turd. You got to drink some water, get some water in you. At least a bottle. Come on. Yes. At, at least a bottle right now. Go, leave yeah. this podcast right now. It's about to end right now. Go chug a bottle of water. Dev, I appreciate pour you, man. It. Yes. Later, Jake. <laughs> Later, bro. Pour, pour it down your throat. That's what you're going to say. And I was going to say, put it half in your bong, get some fresh water, and then throw the rest down your throat. <laughs> bro, that's so perfect. That's so perfect. Yes. All right, man. Have a good rest of your day, bro. Later. You, you too. Later, bro. At what age should we learn to have better conversations with ourselves? is power. Reality is power.